This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And if at any point during today's show, you hear something that you want to know a little bit more about or you have a question that we don't answer, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit our website, www.taraenolan.com. Check us out, what we do, what we look like, all that good stuff. And while you're at the website, you can head over to the radio page and you could subscribe to the iTunes or Google Play because we've got a lot of shows that have a lot of different topics and a lot of great education out there. So today we're going to delve into the world of gossip. We're going to talk Uh about (laughs) celebrity legacy planning mistakes. And, and, uh, you know, I I hate to to delve into the salacious, but sometimes it makes it interesting to help make a point. Well, yeah, and we all hear these stories about celebrities. This should be, in one sense, a fun show, but, you know, it's a dark topic, so uh, might as well make it a little interesting, right? Well, that, and then I think a lot of people think legacy planning is only for wealthy people, and hopefully after the show today, you'll learn that uh, everybody needs to do legacy planning, and just because you have money doesn't mean you do things right. It's true. That's a good (laughs) point, Uh, and it makes you wonder... Uh, I'm sure we'll hear some uh, crazy tales, but before we get into that, Nolan Advisory Services, you and Chris, have you been busy meeting with folks? Yeah, we really have. It's 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 back to school time, you know, the fall time of the year, and, and this is when everybody's getting getting back into being serious about getting into their planning, and we're approaching, you know, it's getting cold outside, oh, so yeah. we're all a little more done playing outside like we were. So yeah, we've been staying super busy, and and then, of course, getting ready for the winter time, we've got to get hay put up for the horses and and all that good stuff. And I'm a little sad, Tony, because we're not going to Florida this year. Oh, you're not. That's right. You kind of achieved your goal there and you're not going back. So uh, that's going to be a, a kind of a an empty spot or a hole in your life, isn't it? Well, it's going to be a cold spot. I actually went to the store and, and, and bought some running gear for the cold weather. <laughs> I see. That's right. You always went during the winter, so you had uh, had that going for you. Well, that was kind of a, a big part of the reason. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't just about the horse. It was about you, too? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And did Chris ever go with you, or did he? you, leave, you left him behind in the cold anyway, didn't you, to run the show? <laughs> He came down to visit a couple times, but yeah, he had to stay and take care of our clients, of course. Yeah. But um, poor Chris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someday maybe I he'll want to travel. Chris does all right. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Is he there now <laughs> laughing as we record this? A I'm little sure. bit of an eye roll. Yeah, I'm sure. He, I'm sure. I'm sure you get the eye roll uh, quite a bit. So, um, celebrity planning mistakes, a great topic because Tara, we've all heard rumors and horror stories uh, about celebrities and their estates, right? Well, I, I, we have Tony. And the reason it's such a horror story is because it's so much money. 
So oh, take yeah. your take your problems and add a couple extra zeros behind it. So it just kind of magnifies what's happening. But I mean, the bottom line is for legacy planning, no one wants to think about their death. And so it's it's very uncomfortable kind of a thing to do. Yeah. But the whole thing is with legacy planning is you want to take that time to take care of your family yeah. and make sure that everybody is taken care of the want, the way you want them to be taken care of. You know, it gets complicated with some families, Tony, especially when we're looking at uh, divorces, second marriages, widows, widowers. You know, there's there's lots of things that can add layers of complexity. And I find it all the time, Tony, when I sit down with people to do kind of their financial review as we start going through, especially like old 401ks and IRAs from, you know, the people started before they got married. And one of the first things we have to do is go ahead and update all of those beneficiaries because it's just not the thing that you get around to. But um, let's, let's, let's start right out with a, a famous case so we can make the point. So I think we all know Aretha Franklin. Yeah. The Queen, Queen of, of Soul. Soul. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I was just watching the other day, off topic, the the Blues Brothers. Have you ever watched oh, that? Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> she was so great in that, singing Respect, right? Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, it, well, then there's so many so many great characters. And, oh, yeah. and I like, one of my favorite lines is, it's not lying, it's just bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that on the radio. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out, I guess. Uh, That's what but, I get for quoting the Blues yeah. Brothers. <laughs> We're on a mission from God. My favorite part of the whole movie is where John Candy, as the highway patrol sergeant, uh, goes to the show, the big show, and they oh, sit yeah. down and he orders for everyone. He goes, orange whip, orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whips. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, three orange whips. Yeah, that's a good. So, that's a great movie. But but all the talent in there, you know, Ray Charles, it's amazing. Ray Charles, and uh, Aretha Franklin, and all those great uh, artists. Uh, Steve Cropper, Donald Duck Dunn, the band was amazing. But Aretha Franklin, it was kind of a scene stealer with that. Oh yeah, respect yeah. number she did. But so so Tony, her will and trust was reported to be like an eighty million dollar estate. Ooh, and. The thing is, is she didn't leave a will or trust. Oh. So she had an $80 million estate and left no will or trust. And, you know, I can imagine her attorney, Don Wilson, he did confirm when he was interviewed later that there were no plans for her wealth. And, you know, the lawyer's like, I tried to convince her that she should do a will while she was still alive, but she just always said, no, I don't want to do one. And he said she understood the need. But I don't, I don't think she could have understood the need because she would have done it if she would have really understood the need. Yeah. It's just, it, this is what we always talk about, Tony Wright, is money is really so much more emotion than it is the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And uh, Aretha Franklin, she just passed away. It was like in just a, not that long ago. And so it is sad because now her family's going to face a, a lengthy court proceedings. I mean, it goes to probate. That can take up to two years and plus, you lose a lot of the money you would have gotten because it goes to the attorneys. Exactly. Yeah. So it just, you know, much better to take control of your money. Because a lot of times, Tony, what we can do is help people. Instead of just paying money in taxes, they can actually direct the same dollars towards charities of their choice. And we can set up a lot of things that are win-win. So you can support your favorite charity and you can still leave money for your family. I think a lot of people don't get involved in legacy planning because they think that it's only for wealthy people, but it, it really, it's it can be something that's done for everybody. Well, yeah. Everybody has to have a plan in place. 
for what happens to them unless they really don't care about their spouse or their loved ones. I mean, you know, you really need a plan in place. You're going to leave a big problem for uh, your loved ones. And it seems like an important thing to get around to, doesn't it? I mean, well, it is, Tony. And we unfortunately have had several clients that have become widowers and widows. And the last thing I can tell you that somebody wants to be dealing with after the loss of a loved one is money. Yeah. So the kindest thing you can do for your loved ones is to have a plan that's just in place so it's just taken care of because that's not the time when someone emotionally is ready to be making big financial decisions. Right. Uh, Yeah, I think it's important. So uh, what are some other mistakes celebrities have made when it comes to wills and legacy planning? Well, I mean, another person, famous person that's passed away recently is Prince. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was passed away without a will because probably it was an accident. But without a will, the wishes of the deceased just can't be followed. And so what ended up happening with Prince is that a judge in Minnesota was given the task of dividing up over $200 million. And so this judge had to figure out how to divide it up amongst Prince's living siblings, his half-siblings. And, you know, this takes a lot of time. And the only ones who profit immediately are the lawyers, right? Right. Right. And so even two years after his death, it was still reported that none of the heirs had received a single dime. So that can really, I mean, especially for someone who's used to living a certain lifestyle and all of a sudden everything gets tied up in court. That's a, that's a very stressful. So you add a very stressful daily life to losing your loved one. It's really good thing to make time for it and just do a little legacy planning and at the very least a will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's terrible. Uh, two years and then some, that's a long time to wait for a resolution. It seems like having a will or a legacy plan in place is extremely important then. It's really important. And Tony, the you know, what's also really important is to make sure you keep your will or plan updated. So let me give you two examples of this. So um, we're going to talk about the estates of Barry White and Heath Ledger. Oh, so they're two Barry similar White. situations, right, <laughs> that really ended quite different differently. So, you know, Barry White passed away in 2003, and at the time, he was not yet legally divorced from his second wife, but they, however, they'd been separated for a while. But here's the thing. So, Tony, even though they were separated, White's will still indicated that his wife was to inherit everything. So guess what? What? His living girlfriend that he'd been living with for several years and had about nine children received nothing from the will. So... So you, of course, what you know is happening now is a court battle, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, and it's just a kind of thing you don't think about, you know, you're living your life and doing your thing. Yeah. And, uh, and who knows what his intention was because his will still said that. See, that's sad. Now, what about Heath Ledger, uh, his situation? Because, uh, Tara, I have to tell you, I, the, the dark Knight Batman movie is one of my favorites and he was so good as the Joker in that movie. It was a shame. Uh, to lose him so young. Yeah, I mean, th- those are almost the hardest things. But, um, you know, the Heath Ledger situation was kind of the same, Tony, because his will was outdated. And so when he passed away in 2008, his will still directed that everything that he had should be left to his immediate family. So his parents and three sisters inherited everything. And here's the catch, is the will was created before his daughter was born. So his daughter got nothing after he passed Wow. But but there is a good news, good news to this story though. Okay. So, 
what ended up happening was uh, Ledger's family ended up giving all the money to his daughter. Oh, that's see, that's great. But you rarely hear of something like that happening. Uh, how many people do you know are going to be that charitable? Oh, not many. Once they, they receive the a big right chunk of change to just give it away to somebody else. That's it's great that his family was so giving and at least that one has a happy ending. So it, it, what you're saying is though it's not just important to have a will but also an updated will. You know, Tony, and as we're sitting here doing this, I'm 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 adding it to my list because I can tell you my will's not up to date right now. <laughs> oh no. It's just well, and time passes because it feels like I just did it. But as I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, it's probably been several years. I won't say how many. <laughs> <laughs> you better get it updated. So I need to need to get that updated. And um, and that's why, Tony, with your will, but also when you're doing all the financial organization planning with all your, your IRAs and your life insurance, each one of those individual documents also lets you name a ben- beneficiary. So that's why it's so important to make sure all these documents are updated yeah. um, and correct. But, um, you know, let's talk about you want recently updated and complete. So there was an article I read in AARP about the actor James Gandolfini. He had a will set up to provide for his wife, daughter, and two sisters upon his death, which came unexpectedly in a heart attack when he was on vacation in Rome in 2013. But he wasn't set up to protect his roughly $70 million nest egg from legacy taxes. So Tony, his heirs were hit with a legacy tax that was almost 55% of the value of the inheritance. So that's a so, costly, costly mistake. So so to recap what you're saying here, Tara, is not having a will is bad. Having a will is better. Having an updated will is even better. Uh, but having a will that will protect against tax consequences might be the even better than even better. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think you got it, Tony. <laughs> yeah, if you follow. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, step one, get a will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> step two, Take advantage of what you can do because this is where financial planning actually gets really fun, Tony, because when it gets into charitable giving where you can take advantage of the tax code so that you can leave and provide for your family and also for your charity. So you're still donating money, but it's nice to get to direct your money towards a charity that you want versus having it just go into the general pool of taxes. Yeah, exactly. But hey, we have to take a quick break here, Tara. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, I definitely want to add, Tony, for folks that are listening in, if you don't have a will in place and you haven't done any legacy planning, definitely feel free to give us a call. Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today, Tony, that are really interested to look at their retirement planning, you know, as the whole picture, not just their 401k, but all of the things that they're doing. And Tony, the number is 719-210-4242. Chris and I really like to sit down and help people think through, you know, the what if. Nobody wants to think about their demise, but it's good to think about it now because you're saving your family from having to sort through that. And and you really are creating an act of kindness by creating your will. So Tony, oh, yeah. that number is 719-210-4242. Well, that sounds great. Thanks, Tara. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Nolan Financial Radio and our host, Tara Nolan, right after this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement. But where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? 
This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at TaraEnolan.com or by calling Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242. Don't start planning your retirement without it. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And if you're just tuning in, I just want to let you know that if you have a question or an answer or something that doesn't make sense, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 because we love to help people with their financial problems and get to the good the good solutions. And you can also go to our website, www.taraenolan.com and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. And this will allow you to catch up on past episodes and, and different topics that we get into. So, Tony, we've been talking about celebrity legacy planning mistakes. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a great show today. And, you know, these estate planning mistakes that celebrities make are crazy. You already talked about Aretha Franklin, Prince, Barry White, Heath Ledger, even James Gandolfini, the actor from The Sopranos, famous actor. And it was really tragic. Uh, he passed away uh, much too young as well. But li- I mean, listen to that. That would be quite a guest list for our show. Uh, <laughs> that list of names. But who else is on that list? Well, it's just, you know, and again, I, I hate to be uh, doing education on the backs of people who've had bad experiences, Tony, but it's just really such an important topic. And I want people to understand what's happening is it's fully within your control to create a will and do that legacy planning. So let's talk now about Olympic sprinter um, Flojo, Florence Griffith Joyner. Oh, yeah. You know, she was, Flojo, I she remember set the her. world. Yeah, she set the world record for the 100 meter dash in 1988 Olympic trials in Indianapolis. And then she went on to set a record for the 200 meters in the Summer Olympics in Seoul. And she was a leader in fashion and even designed uniforms for the Indiana Pacers in 1989. Huh. So, you know, among her many accomplishments was also creating a legacy plan. So at least her heirs believed there was a will, but they just couldn't find it. And what often happens is this led to years of legal battles between her heirs. Wow. So she had, in this case, she had a will uh, or everyone thought she had a will, but they just couldn't find it. It's crazy. That sounds like a a mystery show for a, a reality TV program or something. Well, it's kind of funny, Tony, because I actually always tell my clients when we're going through our planning process, I said, you got to have a will. I said, it's nobody's business what's in your will, but somebody needs to know where to find it. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> huge point. I, I'm glad you made it because obviously uh, people need a will. And I know nowadays there are a number of different uh, solutions, right? I mean, what do you tell your clients? There's online, they could even store the will digitally online, they're can be a safe deposit box. There are a lot of options out there, right? Yeah, you can you can keep it with a lawyer. You can, you know, pick the family member you like the least and make them your executor. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a pain, isn't it? It can be a lot of work. Yeah. And then, you know, let me tell you a little story about greed is um, with, with my family, you know, it's a, or my mom's family, actually, it's a large Catholic family, right? Eight kids. Uh-huh. And, and so uh, my uncle... He got to be the executor, and so when my when my grandmother finally passed, um, he was just gonna you know divide divide it up by eight people, and uh, two. And it's always funny with grief is you never know. You sometimes the most mild mannered people can become the most uh, let's say greedy or 
you know, wanting to get their fair share kind of a thing. Yeah. And so uh, one of the aunts demanded that he have a public reading of the will. And and he, he tried to resist it, tried to resist it. So so he finally had to acquiesce. And so when he read the will, guess what it said? What did it say? Everybody was to, it was to be divided by seven because my grandmother said she'd already given my aunt her share while she was alive. <gasps> oh, no. So, so, <laughs> but, but, you know, here, here's the good part of that story is after, after that happened, um, the family voted and they still agreed to go ahead and divide it evenly. Oh, but it just goes to show you, it's just, it's just tough. So it's, it's always better to have things in writing because you can't just rely on, you know, you just never know with, with grief. Sometimes it brings out the best side and sometimes it brings out the worst side. Yeah. Yeah, and, it really does. The problem is, is yeah, inheritances can really uh, cause a lot of division in families and strife. Well, I think as people, it's just something we're kind of wired for. That idea of winning the lottery, it makes us all a little excited, if we're honest. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Knowing you you might have a chunk of change, change coming your way. That's, that's, that's an interesting feeling. Well, obviously, you know, we have to only celebrities you know it's not only celebrities that have access to great options to store documents um but obviously uh there are a lot of cases now what's another what's next on the list of legacy planning mistakes well you know next on the list tony is one of the most uh, enigmatic figures in the history of hollywood marlon brando ah brando so, yeah, so Brando is considered one of the greatest actors of all time, you know, from his iconic roles in A Streetcar Named Desire and, of course, The Godfather, you know, to his bad boy behavior, Brando is well known around the world. And so when he passed away in July 2004, he had a legacy plan for his estimated fortune of nearly $100 million. Wow. But according to the article that we were reading, Brando had verbally promised his housekeeper that she would inherit his home in the event of his death. However, you know, even though he may have told her that, it was never formalized in writing. So, you know, I'm sure that the family was lining up to go ahead and give her the house, huh? Mm, probably not. Uh, probably what the ones that were lining up were lawyers and lawsuits, right? Well, sure, because a, a verbal contract that can't be verified, uh, you know, what are you going to do? So, of course, the housekeeper sued for legacy value of the home because why not? Yeah. I mean, she had nothing to lose and an additional $2 million in damages. And, you know, I'm sure that was probably just you know, whatever lawyer took the case on wanted to make sure they got paid. Yeah. And, you know, eventually the case got settled for $125,000. Mm. But it's really important, you know, if you're making promises, put them down in writing. Yeah. Because, and, and it, I mean, and these are these end of life kind of deals are always tough because, of course, whoever's doing the primary care for the person at the end of life. You know, a lot of times there is a bond and a relationship that's built. So you just want to make sure you get those things in writing. And again, try to take care of everything you can while you're alive, because yeah. it's so hard for everyone to try to sort out what your intentions were after you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's huge. So to, to recap, once again, uh, it's necessary to have a will and you need to make it current. It needs to be complete, expressly detailed and, of course, set up in a tax efficient way then. So making sure it's complete is a is another lesson we learn here. Yeah, at the very minimum, Tony, if you've nothing else, 
just take out a piece of paper and write a will, a holographic will it's called. So start right there and sign it and date it and you have that your start. And then take that and then you can do a more formal will prepared by a lawyer, but it, just have something. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, the best way to work is to get a legacy planning professional. You know, I always work as a financial planner with an attorney to make sure that we get, you know, there's there's what you want and then you've got to make sure the legalese is correct. Yep. So that way, I mean, the whole point is after you've passed, there's no rule. Anyone can sue anybody for anything, right? Right. So the bottom line is you're just trying to create something that's very clear and hard to contest. And, and you know, another point I think that you've, you've mentioned this before on past shows and we've talked about this, Tara, but there's more to a legacy than money. Um, and, you know, as we learned with Marlon Brando's story, it's important to write down your instructions or wishes regardless of monetary value. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, it's not about the whole estate or might not even be a big mansion. It might be, you know, who gets the antique rocking chair or who gets, you know, the, you know, the mason, the gold mason ring that my grand, grandpa Whelan wore. That was kind of a a point of contention in my mom's family amongst her two sisters after my grandfather passed. So uh, you want to have things like that. You want to have discussions with your loved ones about it. That's going to be hard, but uh, make those decisions and get them written down, right? Absolutely, Tony. And one of my favorite things I really like with this family actually was one of my inspirations way back when for starting a financial planning business, Tony, is is this uh one one man in this family had been fairly successful and so what he did was he actually created a um, investment fund for the family and the intention was you know as the grandkids got older and we're getting ready to start on life you know how hard it is to buy your first car you know to go get a loan from the bank when you don't have a job or you know the first time you want to buy a house and you don't have the money for the down payment. So what his intention was, was to create basically a family bank for small things like that. I mean, relative to like Chase Manhattan or you know Wells Fargo banks, just a little family bank. And they would use it as an opportunity with each of the grandkids to say they wanted to get down payment for their first house that they had to go through the education process with the family to understand about, you know, how loans worked and how the money worked and how to be responsible and then the family bank would give them a very reasonable rate to get the down payment for their house. Then the the family would pay that back and then the fund would be uh, reconstituted for the next kid that needed to borrow money. Right. And I thought that was talk about, it's not just about money. It was about, we're going to use this as an educational opportunity and and ensure the whole family is smart with money. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Well, uh, great points today. We're out of time though. It just flew by. Anything else you want to add before we go? I just, Tony, there's there's so many very cool and exciting things you can do when it comes to legacy planning. So I just encourage everybody listening, don't get wrapped up in, well, I don't want to think about my death. And we won't dwell on that. But what we want to do is go, what kind of a, a start do you want to create for your heirs and your family going forward? And, and let's look at what you could do to really make someone else's life awesome. And that's what legacy planning is all about. So, uh, Tony, so Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today that are excited about that and want to go, well, how do I have my retirement and and have something more exciting than just worrying about running out of money? How do I actually turn my money into something that's going to benefit my family? So, Tony, the number is 719-210-4242. Give Chris and I a call. We love to help people get started with their plan for success. All right. 
And Tara, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.